The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. You are now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, health heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. Hello and welcome to our 100th episode of the Health Hero Show. I want to thank every single one of you that has been listening and liking, sharing, and subscribing this podcast and getting the word out. Um, This episode is titled Defending Public Health. Um, We are really big about awakening and protecting the working class, which of people like you and me. So you probably are aware right now that human beings, um, our friends and family, are the sickest and unhealthiest that we've ever been since the beginning of humanity. Today, if you want, um, we're going to change that together. That's what this episode is all about. So uh, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Tim James. I'm the founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com, the host of this show, The Health Hero Show, and a chef, yoga instructor, health coach, father, son, brother, and a defender of public health. Like the majority of us today, my health used to be a huge mess, and for the last 11 years, I have been learning how to improve my health and sharing that knowledge and my results with thousands of other working people just like you around the globe. During that same time, I've watched public health decline rapidly. Over 80% of Americans are overweight, obese, and morbidly obese, and now 38% of our children are now in the same camp. The health and quality of life of the working class individual is terrible. Half of us are dying of heart disease and the other half are dying of cancer and a bunch of other stuff. So in my home state of Oregon, as an example, our largest city, Portland, referred to as the city of roses, used to be a clean, beautiful place to live. Um, Now Portland is the city of urine, feces, needles, masks, mandates, and idiots running around tearing down the place, literally. The same thing is happening uh, to cities across the United States and around the world. And if we keep following the so-called experts in voting left or right, we are going to get more of the same. We really have to raise our consciousness here. So does this concern you that our children and our community's health and safety are being destroyed at a fundamental level? Um, Now, I don't want to be like mainstream media, politicians, celebrities, and other online hacks that use fear to scare and divide people or to sell you their fake solutions. So let's get the conversation moving in a positive direction where you can get educated, take action, improve your health permanently, and empower others to do the same by your results. Number one. We cannot live in fear. Fear actually lowers our immune system. It leads to anxiety, depression, and weakens our ability to take action. The reason people are in fear is because they have never been taught how to take care of their amazing body properly. And our governments and media lie and use scare tactics 24-7 and giving us fake problems and fake solutions. So let's focus on what we can do. What we know works has common sense and nature built into it And together, we will not only change our health, but public health globally. First, you must realize that we've already been here a couple times before. The first time was when the working class people in the 13 colonies said no to the British and created the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. We fought and we bled, and that's the first time in human history that the working class was actually free. Before that, we were slaves, one form of another, all through history. It was the haves and the have-nots, the elites and the and the people down below, right? That's the way they want to keep it. So um, the second time this actually happened was when the working class stood up was the women's labor movement of the late 1800s. 
there was a bunch of pissed off women that said no to slave wages in factories and organized bottoms up unions and fought back against big corporations and corrupt government. Those women and men joined in too, fought for better wages, safe working conditions, and the eight hour workday and the end to child labor. Back then, there was also uh, there was urine and feces in the streets, and there was dead animals in the water supply, which is why people were so sick back then with infectious diseases like the measles, as an example. The brave working class people fought, and they got the sanitation worker and the plumbers to build infrastructure. That cleaned up the urine and the feces and the dead animals in the water, right? They got clean water piped in. They got rid of the urine and the feces, and things started improving. In fact, so much so that by 1945, 98% of all infectious diseases were wiped out because of working people uniting and demanding proper infrastructure in these big cities. The measles vaccine, by the way, did not hit the scene until 1963 after most of the problem was already handled by that working class movement building infrastructure. Okay. Now, right now, the infrastructure in the United States is rated a C minus by the American Society of Civil Engineers. And thanks to the waybacktimemachine.org, which screenshots and archives all websites online, we can see that January of 2011, um, the American Society of Civil Engineers had given us as a society a D rating for infrastructure. And for January of 2020, it was rated a D plus. So supposedly D plus, it got a little worse in 2021 and now it's improved in 2020. But the reality is, is I think that um, the engineers might be manipulating that data because people are starting to talk about this and um, and if you just use common sense and look around, it's the infrastructure is is getting worse. I mean, it's it's literally plunging into third world status. That's where we're at today. And we see that there's here in our um, home state of Oregon, especially if you go to Portland. It's it's pretty bad. There are homeless people everywhere. It's basically tent city. Everywhere you go, people are living in tents. There's garbage all over the place. There's garbage along the roadways. The roads are dilapidated. The bridges are dilapidated. The infrastructure is poor. The water quality is poor. Um, and um, nobody, you know, up above is doing anything about it. And they just are pointing fingers and blaming other people. So um, these here's the thing is that even if our government officials pass infrastructure bills, which they're working on and doing right now, you know, getting a bunch of our money to build, you know, our tax money to 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 fix this infrastructure, it it's a smokescreen because there's so much red tape and, and, and corruption. It literally takes an average of 10 years. Let's say they get a bill passed and they allocate some money to, you know, fix roads and bridges and stuff like that. It takes an average of 10 years to get the project off the ground. So that means if somebody, if they pass something here in 2022, it's going to be 2012 before they could actually get it off the ground because there's so much red tape and corruption. Everybody along the way in between these has to get paid off. It takes way too long to get a project off the ground. And by then, the shit's way worse because the cost to fix the problem has doubled. So the money that was allocated that would have fixed the problem, now they can't even get half of it done because, you know, inflation, things go up, right? Things, uh, coffee and gasoline and bread and milk and that kind of stuff is more expensive today than it was in 1973 and more expensive in 73 than it was in 1922. Things just keep going up. So just, I don't know if you guys knew this, but even countries like China and Canada it only takes two years to get projects moving. So what are we doing over here? Again, we have to look at ourselves and taking responsibility to get things changed. So it's crystal clear to me that if we want to improve public health, we must unite and build infrastructure. And the first infrastructure to improve on is your own. This is why we believe to reclaim your health and vitality, you need to live a chemical-free life. And you need to get your body plugged back into nature because 
You are nature. In fact, not too long ago, I did an episode on that. You can look back. There's an episode on you are nature. It's very important to understand that we are not living in nature or with nature. We are an expression of nature. We are nature. And it's this combination of stress, uh, the, the, the toxic chemical burdens that are accumulating and bioaccumulating in our fat and our muscle and our brain cells and our tissues in our body, all these toxins that are lowering our immune system and a lack of nutrition, um, including sunshine, because 85% of the um, uh, soil has been degraded, the nutrients. So we're literally running around on 15% fuel. And now, um, you know, we're supposedly in the middle of a health, well, we're in the middle of a health crisis and I'm not talking about COVID. This shit's been getting worse for decades, right? So along with Dr. Scott Treadway, who's, um, who's our master herbalist, he actually uh, trained in India under thousands of years of apprenticeship and had his own clinical practice for 10 years. Um, we have created and will continue to create 100% naturally occurring detox and nutrition formulas made of herbs and real food to help the working class protect themselves from the current lack of infrastructure, access to fresh food and water, and the microscopic invaders, these synthetics man-made deals that are crippling our immune system on a cellular level. At chemicalfreebody.com, we are all about have, having you own your own body, taking your health into your own hands, becoming your own doctor, and learning how to self-heal. So the father of medicine, Hippocrates, had a couple quotes. Most of them, people are aware of the one quote that said, uh, he, you know, um, let thy food be thy medicine, and thy medicine be thy food. Right, very popular quote. Most people have heard of that. In fact, all medical doctors today, when they graduate medical school, they raise their right hand and they take the Hippocratic Oath based on Hippocrates, right? They base it on this dude, um, which they say, uh, you know, do no harm. So Hippocrates said, do no harm. Medical doctors take that oath. And he also said, let thy food be thy medicine, thy medicine be thy food. That was like number one, yet there's only two weeks of uh, nutrition instruction for doctors. That's kind of weird. But here's a quote that a lot of people don't know that Hippocrates said. He said, he who is not his own doctor is a fool. Think about that. He who or she who is not their own doctor is a fool. What's he talking about? He's talking about you taking self-responsibility for everything in your life, especially your health. And when you do that, you are empowered. And then you can start taking action, get first-person experience, find out if something works. If it doesn't, if it works, keep it. Make that part of your lifestyle. If it doesn't, pitch it and go on to the next thing. Keep doing things and learning from other people that have success. That's why you know we're kind of like general contractors of health over here. We don't heal anybody. We help you find and, 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 and do things to heal yourself. You have to do it yourself. Nobody can do this stuff for you. Making sure you have, maybe you need a, a good chiropractor or a colon hydrotherapist, or maybe you need a good functional medicine doctor. Or maybe you need a hormone therapy deal or whatever it might be, right? Maybe you need a good massage therapist or rolfing expert to come help you, you know, unwind, or you might need to learn meditation, um, certain things to reduce your stress on a daily level. So that's what we help people do. So we are a coaching company. We have a private group coaching community. I just want to let everybody know about what we're doing over here. And we have our detox and nutrition products. So I want to thank all of you that have been following me. And more importantly, thank you for raising your consciousness, boosting your immune system and uniting with the rest of the working class to create permanent change. In this special 100th episode, I have invited stand-up comic and freedom fighter, Sam Tripoli, host of the Tinfoil Hat podcast. I've also invited Charlie Robinson, who's an author, freedom fighter, and host of the very popular podcast, Macro Aggressions. And we also have on today, former UFC world champ and Hall of Famer and freedom fighter, Mr. Pat Militich. So I really, again, want to thank you guys um, for getting us to the point where we have our 100th episode. We are actually rated one of the top alternative health podcasts in the world right now, and I couldn't do it without you. Um, it's kind of a symbiotic relationship. You guys listen to the show. You share it with other people. I get more excited. I 
try to find more cool people to come onto the show to bring you results. You know, just recently, if you guys didn't check it out, show 99 is pretty awesome. We had Cody Smith on, who's a Navy veteran who got into a um, horrible motorcycle accident, severed his um, spine and was pronounced dead on the scene um, with a five month baby on the, uh, or his wife was five months pregnant. And um, he was a client that had tremendous results with our products. Um, and um, it changed his quality of life tremendously. And he sent me pictures. And I said, man, we got to get you on. Your story is inspiring. I'm inspired just, just listening to it. So if you guys haven't checked out stuff like that. So this is what I live for. I live for creating products and tools and learning things for myself to improve my health. I just want to geek out on health 24-7. It's like, what can I do? You know, I've healed myself of so many problems. I was 42 pounds overweight, the eczema, the bleeding rectally for two and a half years. My elbows were cracking and bleeding. My knee was cracking and bleeding. I had shoulder issues, um, another skin issue on my shoulder. All that, guys, is, is healed up. I've healed all that stuff up years ago, and I just keep learning what else is possible because I was lost in a fog. My head was buried in the sand. I had no tools. I was giving – was some people were giving me the wrong information, and I wasn't able to get changed. So, and I felt helpless because I had handed my – my power over to other people. I wasn't, I wasn't being my own doctor. And as Hippocrates said, I was a fool. And as soon as I became my own doctor and I learned the basic things and just, you know, not eating uh, or putting sh uh, toothpaste in my mouth that says harmful if swallowed, please contact the poison control center. <laughs> I mean, think about that, how crazy that is that we're putting that shit in our mouth and our children's mouth to brush our teeth. It says contact the poison control center if swallowed. Well, aren't we poisoning ourselves a little bit every time we brush our, brush our teeth? Absolutely. One of our proprietary delivery mechanisms in our new tincture line, like with the Turmeric 100 and with the Multishroom product and the V-Stack product, is through the mucous membrane in the mouth. Instant 100. It's a radical, amazing delivery system to get it right into the bloodstream, right into the cell. That way you need way less. It doesn't go through the digestive tract. So if we're using that method to get these nutrients into the cell, into the bloodstream, what do you think is happening when you put anything in your mouth, especially toothpaste? It's going through the mucous membrane in the mouth and getting into the bloodstream and into the cell, right? Toxic. They put aluminum and that crazy stuff and, 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 and fluoride, which is a byproduct of the aluminum industry. Think about that. Fluoride is a byproduct of the aluminum industry, and we want to put that in our mouths? Um, I don't think so. But see, you have to have the awareness first. Another example would be like sodium lauryl sulfate. This is a known suffocant that creates suds and stuff in shampoos. Just an example, I come home, I look at my shampoo, and guess what? First ingredient, sodium lauryl sulfate, a known cancer causer. And I'm putting it in my hair every day and, and, and taking a shower and washing my hair with it. And guess what? I come to find out that a lot of other people are doing the same thing. These plug-in air fresheners, putting toxins out 24-7, the candles with the, with the toxins in them. You know, it's just we don't think about this stuff, right? But it's all around us. So we really, really appreciate you guys. We want you to have a chemical-free life. We want you to focus on getting back to nature, getting clean air, clean water, clean food, um, clean supplements. And as you will see, um, my, one of my goals and my dreams was to have a place where people can come and get all this stuff handled. Just recently on the all products list, we have our, the air purification systems that I recommend. There's the, um, the saunas that I use to detox and charge my cells. It's amazing. We have those. And by the end of the year, we're going to have all the water systems, whole house systems, shower filters, descalers, um, water softeners, all these things that people are using right now, but the best products, things that, you know, we're going to go out and vet these things for you and make it easy. Because I know a lot of us are busy out there, and that's why people come to us because, you know, we're over here geeking out at 24-7. We get to live and breathe it. So my goal is to be as healthy and as happy as I can. 
and wake up and feel good every day. And that is what I want for you. So thank you so much. I hope you enjoy this 100th episode. And I hope that we can bring you so much value that we stick around for a 200th episode and a 300th and a 400th. And you guys keep sharing this with your friends and family as we change uh, and, and defend public health together. Uh, so um, enjoy the show. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. In fact, this is the 100th episode of the show. And today in the house, I've got a few of my close personal friends, clients, um, and just uh, um, the most important thing is the people that I brought on today are decent human beings. This is the foundation that we need to be working on. Well, maybe not. We're, we're, Sam's kind of iffy. We'll get to that in a little bit. But, but, uh, but Charlie and Pat, I know these guys are decent. The, the jury's still out on Pat, uh, Sam. Just kidding. Sam's one of the most lovable people on the planet. He's got a big heart. So today on the show, we have Sam Tripoli. Um, he is a professional comedian. He has the um, a huge podcast called Tinfoil Hat. Sam, thanks for being here. No problem, dude. No, you guys remember those show? I think it was called Dance Fever, where they would have couples dance, and they're like, "He's a bachelor from Toledo. He likes long." That's how we should introduce our guests, right? <laughs> yeah. He likes to dance. He likes long walks on the beaches, and he's into romantic novels. Sam so is, Tripoli, everybody. So is Tim Danny Terrio then? Yeah, yeah. Dan, so I'll be like, yeah, Tim, you're Danny Terrio. Yeah. yeah. So from the Sunshine State, he likes to write books about conspiracy theories that most of it's true. He <laughs> likes to um, have a lot of cool people on his podcast, uh, Macroaggressions podcast host, Charlie Robinson. Say hello, Hey, I'm looking I'm good, here. Charlie. Thanks, Charlie, man. You've been working out. Well, let me tell you, can I, can I tell you something? Because this is not meant to be a commercial, but uh when tim came on as a sponsor for my show <clears throat> one of the things is that you've got to kind of you've got to try before you buy you know yeah. what i mean you got to go through the regiment and tim put me on this night like you know it's like a 75 day challenge that i think it turned into like a 90 day challenge or whatever yeah you've got the product and it leaned, them, it leaned me out so much that i couldn't wear my shorts anymore so when, when we wound up doing like a like an infomercial like a little like a two-minute video for my my stuff i filmed it and i showed like where my shorts didn't fit anymore so if you're if you're saying looking good i can directly tie that to chemical free body because that's the i've been in the gym my whole life nothing changed except that and when that and when that came in I, I'm, I'm, I, my walking around weight is always 160 pounds. I'm 5'11". Damn, dude. Damn. And th that took me down to 146. Holy shit. What are you in the seventh grade? 146? No, it was, I, I was, I was like, it worked. It, Tim, it worked actually too He got well. shredded. He, he just sent me this video. We, he was supposed to get, we were going to have a recap, you know, get him on the products. He did the full total energy and detox bundle, got on the term, did it for 90 days. We're going to have this regroup meeting before the meeting. He just sent me like a two minute video of him taking his shirt off and his, and then he showed his shorts off to the side Take it off. off of him. Take it off. Take it Pretty off. impressive, Charlie. Man. It's important. Like Sammy and I are turning 50 this year. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like we, we, you, we've got to be proactive. We can't be reactive to this stuff. We got to be yeah, thinking like ahead. And so I love it for my show. You know, if I'm going to have sponsors involved, it's got to make sense. 
it's got to be something that that we that we take and and incorporate into our lives and make us better. So I'm I'm grateful that I have you not just as a friend uh, but but as a sponsor too because I feel v- real comfortable just sending my people say go go talk to Tim. You if you have health problems or symptoms talk to Tim. He'll he'll sort you out, okay? That's the guy. I agree, so bro. I feel comfortable sending people to you. Well, I really appreciate that, Charlie. And um I can't wait to get 140, into the, bro. What is top, that? Like? 146. 146. Damn, what is that like? It, it was, it was, it was, I jumped on a scale. I was at the vet with my cat and they had a big scale out there and I got on it and I was like, you know, just cause it was a huge scale and I was just kind of joking around and I looked at it and I was like, that can't be right. And then I went to the gym the next day and weighed my, I said, do you guys have a scale back there? They brought it out. And I said, damn, it was 146 on both of them. And then, you know, my pants didn't fit. So I knew something was up either that or I have AIDS. (laughs) I don't know. You got to get one of those fake asses that the Latina strippers have now. Have you seen them? They look like, they look like ninja turtle, ninja turtle shells. Are you saying that, are you saying that Latina strippers don't have good asses and they need, no, they have great asses, but some of them that don't come in with turtle shells on their asses. Just so you get for the listeners, this is, this is a really important point to defending public health. You want to have, a turtle shell protecting your rear end. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, so let's introduce our our last guest that's coming on the show. We have World oh, UFC Hall of Famer and World Champion Pat Militich. Pat, thanks for being here, brother. Well, thank you for having me on, Tim. And I have uh, my gallon of uh, fulvic humic acid and uh, some Greens eighty five here. That uh, this will be gone by tonight before I go to bed. So I'm pounding that. That's amazing. And Pat, we've actually known each other the longest on this call. So we were introduced a long time ago through some tech guys. Um, Some guy was building a site for you at the time and said, Hey, you probably need some supplements. And you were like, Oh, I don't have any. And then he recommended us. And then we, we built a pretty good, darn good relationship. I've been able to come back to your hometown and see you and spend some time with you and took you grocery shopping. Do you remember that? Yeah, I was going to actually mention that. And that was a really good education. So for me, you know, being a former world champion and a coach, for many years and into the so-called, you know, supplement world, you know, I, I've realized that I knew nothing until I got an education from you. I mean, I stumbled on a couple of products that happened to be organic that I took that actually made a difference in my fight career. And, and a lot of the guys that I trained also for their endurance and other things. But um, when you took me shopping in a so-called, I'm not going to name the name of the chain, but it's a grocery store that's supposed to be you know organic and all of that and you said i'm just going to follow you around with a camera you pull something off the shelf that you think is super healthy and that you would put in your body and then i'm going to turn it around and i'm going to read the label and the ingredients and tell you why you don't want to put it in your body and that was quite a shocking experience for me i mean i learned a massive amount and i tell people all the time you know that uh, a guy that actually cares about the the level of nutrition and organic content in his products. I, I don't know. There's not that many of you guys out there, Tim. And, and uh, I'm thankful that I found you. Well, I've got to I appreciate I've, that. I've got to say this, just in talking about Tim's commitment to organic quality, when you were asking me about the merchandise company that I was using for my podcast, you asked if there was an organic shirt component. And I was like, no, they don't have one. He goes, ah, I can't use it then. I was like, dang, even the shirts too. And you're like, 
even the chemicals and anything like it was it was even down to to the to the shirts so i respect your your attention to detail tim well you know when you when you do the homework you know for me when your health was as bad as it was you know when your elbows and knees are cracking and bleeding from eczema and you're bleeding rectally when you poop for two and a half years and you have to get an organ removed in a third world country on a vacation because you didn't take care of your health because it wasn't that you didn't want to it was because I was following along with all of society and the social conditioning and what mom and dad did, and what grandpa and grandpa did. It wasn't like they're bad people. My mom and dad and grandma and grandpa, when they were alive, they loved me, right? My mom and dad still love me to this day. They would never do anything intentionally wrong to us, but they were just going along with what was going on in society too. And I had found myself 42 pounds overweight with all these health issues, eating Tums and Rolaids 24 seven. And, um, Thank God for, you know, our, my buddy Charles getting diagnosed with cancer. It was like the best thing that happened to us because that led us to the Hippocrates Health Institute in West Palm Beach, Florida. And that's where I learned about detoxing and nutrition. And I got into label reading, Pat. So I started reading labels and, you know, and you go down the rabbit hole. And I did this for a long time and getting on the phone with companies and calling them and say, you know, it says natural flavors on your label. What is what are those flavors? What does that mean? And then I come to find out that for 70 years, if you if 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 you're reading eating something or drinking something and it says natural flavors for 70 years, that means that only 10% of those flavorings have to be 100% natural from nature. The other 90% can be a synthetic chemical. And guess what? Almost in every case it was the 90/10 rule right there with that deal. It's so when you see natural flavors, it's a freaking con job. And that pissed me off. I'm like, how is that? How is that morally right? You get a busy mom with her kid. She's going through stuff. Oh, natural flavors. Okay, that's yeah. good. Boom. And she's yeah. putting something in her children. And um, that goes right back to, and I have it pulled up, um, the umbilical cord tests, right? So this is one thing we want to do about defending public health is we want to bring awareness, right? So this is just one article. And again, I've been saying this and preaching this for 11 years. Well, nine years since I found out about this part. But if you go to your, when you're done listening to this podcast today, go type in these three words into your browser, umbilical cord chemical, umbilical cord chemical. Here's one of them from 2009 from Scientific American. Test finds more than 200 chemicals in newborn umbilical cord blood. Unbelievable. You know, and we found. Unbelievable. this is just one article. There's another one where they looked for 400 chemicals. They found 250 of what they were looking for and 180 cause cancer in humans and 212 of those chemicals cause developmental and brain disorders. Now, keep in mind, guys, they only looked for 400 chemicals. There are over 100,000 toxic chemicals out there being used in commerce today, and only one quarter of 1% are tested, and the rest are just released out in the public. If, it's some stupid rule with the EPA. If, if, you, if they can't get to them within 120 days, to test them, they just let them go on the market. I mean, what kind of filtering is that? It's it's you know, it's terrible. When I so hear they, all this stuff, yeah, go on. Sorry. Well, they tested for four hundred chemicals. My point is, they found two fifty. That's seventy one percent of what they were looking for. So if we extrapolate that out, and there's a hundred thousand chemicals, that means in the umbilical cord blood of the newborn babies and young mothers, supposedly the healthiest people of all of us humans, right? Because they're young and vibrant they have the potential of having 71,000 toxic chemicals in their body. Think about that. But even if it wasn't that case, 180 cancer-causing chemicals in the umbilical cord blood is way more than it should be. 80% of human beings or Americans today are overweight, obese, or morbidly obese, and the scary statistic is now that 38% of our children 
are overweight, obese, or morbidly obese. Almost 40% were cresting up towards the 50% mark. It's ridiculous. When I was a kid, everybody in school was skinny, and there was one kid that was overweight. Now most of the guy, almost you know, 40% of them are. And we know that every pound of fat on your body more than what you need is going to increase all disease, all disease. So we have some, you know, we want to really bring awareness to people about these man-made toxic, tiny microscopic invaders that are coming in and they're getting lodged in your cells, your blood and your fat and your muscle tissue, and they are destroying your immune system and you can't see them. That's number one. The second point that we want to talk about is stress. There's a lot of stress, even before COVID and this whole sham thing that's going on. It's fear tactics is that stress is a killer. Okay. I could go into detail on it, but then the third thing is that we are disconnected from nature and 85% of the foods uh, or the, excuse me, the nutrients in the soil is gone. So it's not in the food chain anymore. So that's a recipe for disaster. You have chemical pollution building up in one's body. We have tremendous amount of stress on ourselves, financial stress, relationship stress, you know, money, stress, all these things. And then we also have a lack of nutrition a massive disconnect from nature. And I shot a podcast, guys, not too long ago. It says, we, you see, human beings, we get disconnected. And we think we're, um, oh, I live in nature. I maybe, or I live with nature. No, you are nature. You are an expression of nature. You know, what's your body mostly made of? Sam, what's it mostly made of? Water. Where's water come from? The gods. The gods of nature. Mother nature, right? Yeah. What about, hey, Pat, you know, we had, um, remember the, uh, you were asking me a long time ago about gut bacteria and stuff like that, you know, the microbiome. Well, the soil microbiome or the soil bacteria, many of those are the exact same bacteria that are in our gut. Once again, we are nature, right? Why the the purest forms of fulvic humic um, acids in mud, in bogs, if you can find it, um, resets gut bacteria. That's just one of the sources to do that, right? Yeah, it's nature. It's nature. Yeah. So, and if we, if when we pass away, if somebody cremates us, what's left? Bunch of minerals. Where do you find those? In the dirt. Okay. It's very clear that we're nature, and that's what people need to return to. We just need to return to that. So, get the man-made crap out. Return to nature and learn tactics to reduce the stress in your life. One of them, Charlie, you came on my podcast and we talked about turning off the damn news. Yeah. Turning off television is a 24-7 immune-lowering channel, basically. Yeah, well, can I, I just wanted to say something about, um, I had a conversation with, uh, because I've been given the U.S. rights to sell the most powerful fulvic humic um, um, fertilizer on the planet. And I got very lucky being given these rights. And the COA or the scientific data on all the contents of it and the levels of all the stuff that's in this um, is, is very clear. And I handed a sheet, we sent a sheet of that to the guy that runs a golf course. And he has a master's degree in horticulture from Iowa State University. So we went up to visit him and talk to him and ask him what he thought of the COA, the data report, the laboratory report on the product and he says to me now mind you he knows this is a hundred percent organic product and he looks at me and he says the only thing that concerns me are the levels of metals in this product and i said to him i said you understand this is a 100 percent 
organic product, right? And he said, yeah. And I said, so we have to understand that all the metals and the arsenic and everything else in this is organic, organic, not inorganic forms, but organic forms, which means they're bonded with carbon molecules, which not only renders them harmless to the, to the body, but actually super beneficial for the soil, the plants, and any animal that ingests this stuff. And he looked at me like I was an alien. He'd never been taught this, and he has a master's degree in horticulture, right? So this is the level of, of what we're dealing with, that if, if a, a guy with a master's from Iowa State University, which is one of the best agricultural um, universities in the country, <clears throat> how can I expect my next-door neighbor to know anything? Yeah. Well, you have to look at my hometown too, because I was like, oh, I grew up in the up in the mountains, and we have actually one of the largest valleys in the world, completely encircled by mountains. It's a big farming community, and I'm thinking everything's all natural. After I got awareness about the toxic chemicals, most of the farmers are chemical farmers. They're good, decent people, but they're actually many of them. Um, actually, our neighbor, he's got cancer from spraying. Uh, he sprays Roundup, sprays a lot of it. You know, that's and then it happens a lot of times. These uh, orchard farmers and stuff they're out spraying the orchards and back in the 70s people were picketing because they were spraying orchards six to seven times a year people were just like this is terrible you're ruining yourself the environment us and apple is terrible and now they're spraying 16 to 17 times a year why because of the soil degradation yeah weak soil weak tree and then it opens itself up to more pests and bugs so and instead of going to this root and, and fixing the soil and making the tree, tree strong so it can boost up its natural defenses, just like we should, its immune system, they just keep spraying it with chemicals and weakening and weakening it. That's a good, that's good profits. And I do want to say one thing about what you said, Pat, is that these minerals, like we actually do need a little bit of arsenic. Like everything in the elemental chart, are we all that stuff is in us. It should be in us. It, it's certain amounts. Even, and I know it's hard to believe, but mercury but very teeny tiny, super small amounts, but it has to go through the root system of a plant. That's right. what you brought up a very important point. So it goes from its rock source to its mineral source. And for those of you listening that have had like, maybe from you were inorganic, from inorganic to organic. Yeah. Maybe you've had anemia or you had Renault syndrome. Okay. Those that had that, they know it. So it's a severe iron deficiency, right? Some women get this a lot during their menstrual cycles. They'll be low on iron, right? Cause the, cause the, um, because the pathway of elimination through the menstrual cycle. So, and then a lot of times, what are they prescribed? Uh, iron supplement, but they're taking iron oxide, just like they're chewing on a railroad tie or chewing on a bridge, literally. <laughs> the difference is, is that if you take um, a plant that wraps its uh, you know, roots around the railroad tie and literally changes it to, from an acid base to a carbon-based form, like you're saying, now it, it's assimilable to your carbon-based body. Right. That's how it works. So everything has to go through the root system of a plant first. That's, uh, I think, a very important point. So I, I do agree with you with what you said. Pat. Which, which, is, which is a plant chelating metals up out of the ground and converting them to organic. And this, So when you talked about the orchards and not having the nutrients in the soil to protect themselves from you know, uh, pests and, and other diseases and things like that, in terms of human, I... I through research, uh, found Senate Document 264, which in 1936, um, scientists and doctors testified in front of a Senate subcommittee that 84 years ago, the explosion in disease and sickness in American citizens was due to 
over farming and depletion of nutrients in our soil 84 years ago, right? So they've known this for that long. And when I stumbled upon that document and read through that, I was just, I was astounded that we were never taught this in school. None of this stuff um, we've been, you know, it's just been shielded from us. A veil has been kept over our eyes mm -hmm. on so many fronts in terms of the truth. Um, so yeah, the apple trees and humans, they're well, all I think sick. So the, the apple trees need to be sprayed a million times a year over exaggeration. And humans are given um, products, yeah. pills, pills and other potions to numb them to the diseases that they suffer from. Yeah. Well, over here at Chemical Free Body, we are all about you guys owning your own body, taking your health into your own hands, you know, becoming your own doctor, learning how to self-heal and using plants and nature to do so. So, you know, you talked about that. I, I know what you're talking about, too. It was like back in the 30s. It was a big paper in Congress and the soil depletion. We, we've been our soils have been depleted for decades. Right. And they've known about it. And you guys have to the listeners think about this. It's been 85 years and we have our so-called best minds on it. And they haven't figured out how to have a healthy soil so we can grow healthy plants to feed those to animals and ourselves to be healthy. How hard is it? Or do you think maybe, just maybe, that there might be some people that are not interested in our health or your health? Possibly. Bingo. So I want to talk about that. So Sam um, and Charlie, what do you guys, we'll go to any one of you want to jump in. Do you guys know much about the history of public health? Well, you know, for me, man, it's just like this just fits into, you know, a discussion you'll have with your uh, normie friends in that is everything a conspiracy. Well, yeah, everything is a conspiracy. And it's been happening not over, uh, you know, a, a couple of years or even a decade, but it's been happening for decades and decades and decades. And the difference between now and then is that now we have the internet and we have people watching. And it, this has been a long con game, whether you're talking about spirituality and them not wanting us to know how special we are to what we breathe and what we eat and what we drink. They've been doing this forever. It has been a long con. They do not want us to vibrate on a higher level and be healthy. They want us sick to manipulate us, you know. I go to Canada a lot, and not that Canada is perfect, but they have a different healthcare system, and not that their healthcare system is perfect, but their healthcare system deals with keeping costs down. Okay, where as our healthcare system just totally thrives on keeping healthcare prices up, and you see it when you go to Canada, the people just look healthier. They just really do. Their skin is better. They're not as overweight. They're all this stuff because they're trying to keep their prices down. So when I hear all this stuff that you guys are talking about, about these shadow deals done behind closed doors that unless you were there for the meeting, you would never, ever hear of before the internet. I 100% believe it. It's from one then lying to us about our history to our, our spirituality to what we eat and what we drink and what we breathe. It's all a long con game to keep us unhealthy and stupid. So yeah, I totally believe in all this stuff. Awesome. You want to chime in, Charlie? Well, yeah, it, it's no, it's no secret 
here in America that we've depleted the soil, we've brought in genetically modified organisms, and then we act as if this is all perfectly normal and that there's no repercussions for these things. There's a cost. If you want to improve the amount of farming available and you want to bring in chemicals to in order to do that, just recognize that there will be a cost for that. But the the powers that be, be that the Monsantos of the world or the media or big agri in general, big food, they don't want you to know. They want to keep you as in the dark about what's really going on as possible. Now, to me, that is a red flag that says investigate that. Whenever they're trying to pretend like that's not happening, you want to investigate that. I'll tell you one of the first documentaries that really woke me up to what is going on, and I haven't seen it in a while, was Food Incorporated. I watched that and I went, okay, we've got a huge problem with our food supply system. We have a we have a huge problem with our our supply chain in general here, especially here in the United States. But when you when you look at the supply chain and overlay the food supply chain on top of it, you know, we're really asking for trouble. We've got just-in-time delivery services that are rushing food to us. We spray it with preservatives or, you know, we, we, we try to keep it looking like food for as long as possible to keep it from the trucking and the shipping and all this. Maybe we freeze it. We do all of the things to this to make it appear healthy while simultaneously making it completely unhealthy. So we've, we're, we've traded the perception of health you know, we, we want the perception of health. We don't even really care if we actually get actual health. We just want to look like we want to shop at Whole Foods and we want to buy GMO free things and everything. And oh, we must be fine. Well, is that really the answer? So there's a lot more to this that I think people went once you go down this rabbit hole about the food industry and how dangerous it is, you know, because it, it requires someone to, to stand back and go, hang on a second. Why would all these food companies be trying to kill us with their food? Don't they need us around to eat to eat their food? Yes, it's a very slow process. It doesn't kill you t today. It it's cumulative. So understanding that, and then it, it doesn't make you a a conspiracy theorist or anything like that for having questions about the food that you're putting in your body. You should most definitely have questions about this. And when it's coming from major for, for major food companies that are run by guys with MBAs instead of guys with MDs, you know, guys that are, that are, that have a background in that. Why, why would we act surprised that our food, our food industry is totally compromised? I mean, we, we have to, we have to do a better job like you did, Tim, of, of going through the labels and understanding this. This is where Americans get to want to take a shortcut. They want to just, just tell me what to eat. I don't want to have to understand it all. Just tell yeah, me what to eat. Everywhere no. that's like that. No, uh, you need to, if you understand how it works, then I don't need to tell you, then you can figure this out moving forward. So we have to educate people about this. And we also need to make people aware. Listen, if you have questions about the food that you're eating, that's a good thing, not a bad thing. It doesn't make you a conspiratorial to, to have questions about this. It actually probably makes you a better parent. If you have questions about this, you should be asking the question. Your kids aren't going to. They don't know they're supposed to. It's your job to ask the questions and find out what these things mean and get to the get to the bottom of what these natural flavorings and these little tricks that these bastards use to try and manipulate you into thinking that it's one thing when it's actually something else. So we need to, they're bad. They're, they're doing evil things to the food supply. That's undeniable. However, 
we have to take some personal responsibility in this and say, I'm going to understand it to the best of my ability so that I don't fall into these traps. You know, yeah. you make a great point. I've got to, I've got to chime in real quick. So I had a, a friend of mine who's, he's obese. Let's just say that um, bordering on morbidly obese, probably uh, who said he got diagnosed uh, not Gillian Barr. Uh, it's, what they used to call Epstein the bar. Epstein bar. Um, and, you know, he's got pain is everything hurts and, you know, everything, you know, it's just inflammation everywhere throughout his whole body. And his doctor prescribed him painkillers. Right. And I said, you know, you could address that with um, what you're putting in your body for food. Right. And he gets angry with me. And he says, let me know when you're an effing doctor and I'll check back with you. And I said to him, I go, okay, well, how about this? Next time you go see your doctor, ask him his 10 point plan or four point plan or whatever number of points he's got on how to get you healthy and get you off the painkillers. That's all I'm going to say to that. That's, that's all I need to say to address this because Americans take the shortcut, right? They won't do the work. They won't do the brain work. They won't do the spiritual work. They won't do the physical work to get healthier, to put the right things in their body, to do the workouts and everything else. And so they'll just take a pill and just make it go away, right? And just coast off into oblivion in all realms of life almost, right? They're just going through the, the motions. And it, it was a it was a, a revealing conversation for me to have with someone who was genuinely very insulted and very angry that I told him, you know, if you didn't eat ho-hos and threw some celery with some peanut butter on it in your body, it you wouldn't have these problems. I agree with that, Pat, 100%. And it's kind of just everything in life is like so many people just want to take the first exit off the highway. And, you know, in, in recovery, I heard something one time, someone said to me that really resonated with me, which was, man, being sober is easy. Using and abusing, drinking and drugs is hard. And at first I was like, whatever. And then I kind of thought about my own life and how much using and abusing I was doing then the lying and the, how I felt after having to deal with all that, that to me uh, really like caused me some problems. Being sober is the easiest thing I've ever did. So how does that apply to this? Because when you start thinking of eating organically, like real healthy foods, it seems like the hardest thing to do. But when you use the discipline of eating, uh, taking supplements, eating better food, uh, fasting, which I love doing as well now, um, all these things are really easy. You just got to focus yourself on doing it, eating like crap all the time, dealing with the health, uh, uh, the, the, the ramifications of your actions. Those are really hard things. Those are really hard things. Eating this, you know, what seems like the harder path always tends to be the easier path. You just got to have discipline in your life and the haves and the have nots. The difference is discipline. Okay. Uh, you look at these guys who have achieved so much on the show, 
What did they do? They practiced discipline and what they were doing. The people that just talk about all the time about wish they had done this, had done this, why things didn't happen to them in their life. They never practice discipline. So much of it is in practicing discipline. So these healthy things you have to do, they'll completely change yourself. So you're almost turning 50 and you weigh 146 pounds. That is discipline, dude. Discipline of just eating better, working out, and, and just spiritually walking a better path. And that is the difference between, in my humble opinion, the haves and the have-nots. Yeah, those are great, great points and great comparisons to um, addiction, Sam, because everybody and their brother knows that I've battled. I had the the war with alcohol and, and lost that one miserably. And, you know, it's it's it is it's it's a painful experience to go through. But I tell you what, um, you know, including you, with you know, a lot of people that have helped me, you know, once you go through that and peel back the layers of the onion. You know, I'm sitting here talking about being healthy and this and that, but, you know, from a childhood that, you know, had abuse in it to building myself up, leading other men, doing motivational speaking about obstacles and getting through all these things in life and then allowing negativity in my life and people in my life that were in my life, I allowed that, that poison to get back in. So, you know, for the listeners out there, man, if it's happening to you, protect yourself protect yourself now and stop it. Don't, don't allow it to happen because you know, that programming of your subconscious and it hijacks your conscious mind over and over when you're trying to do, get things done, productive things. And that voice, the negativity pops through over and over. It's a very destructive thing. And that's, that's that um, it, it happens to way too many people. And there, you know, a lot of Americans are suffering right now. The, the alcoholism, the drug addiction, the domestic abuse, the child abuse, you know, all these crazy things that have gone through the roof from the past two years of what's going on. You know, people, people need to reach out for, for help. And, and uh, that's, that's a big part of this, this um, war that we're dealing with right now. But as, as quickly as people can spiral down, they can spiral up too. you get yourself in a good flow. You start eating right. You start going to the gym. You feel a little better. You want to eat better than you're eating even more. Then you want to go to the gym even more. Then you want to do the next thing you know, you're in this. Things are starting to come your way. Oh, my God, that person called me. I didn't think they were going to call. They, you know, everything starts to click and you go, wait a second. What have I done here? I've changed. I've changed one part. I started eating better. And then that started a domino effect that changed the way I work out, changed the relationship I have with exercise. It changed the relationship I have with discipline. And then that changed into improving my life. I started to feel better and attract better things into it. So for those people that have had a rough couple of years going through this and who hasn't, man, it's been, it's been, it's been rough. Good news is you're still here. <laughs> you can still, and, and if you're in a bad spot, it's temporary. You can change it, but, but you have to make the decision getting yelled at by your friends or parents or spouse or whatever that has a limited effect. It, it's only when you make the decision, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to live in this planet and I'm going to live in this body. How do I want to do it? Do I want to do it the hard way or the easy way? And what you find <laughs> is that the easy way is actually the working out part that you have always convinced yourself. Oh, that's the hard part. No, 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 no. No, if you're working out, that's you're on the right track. You'll find out that that just becomes normalized. 
you know, you don't even think of, you go to the gym, you're done, boom, you're next thing you know, you're onto your, your life. So consider that it's not, it, things can get better. If you're at a bad spot now, change your nutrition. It'll change your brain chemistry. It'll change the way you actually think about things. Once you get that going, start adding things on and start building and building. And the next thing you know, you'll be so far away from who you used to be that you'll be embarrassed that you didn't do it sooner. And that's one of the things that I like about having, like it, it, for my show, Macroaggressions, the number one guest that's been on the most has been Tim. And the reason why Tim's been on my show the most is because every time he comes on, he explains to my listeners what they can do better. And it's not this monumental task. It's chew your food more. Don't drink water with, I mean, real, do these breathing techniques, do these things. All that stuff costs you $0. All you have to do is listen and do it. So I love the fact that some of these improvements that, that we can make to ourselves um, they don't require a huge amount of effort early on from us. It just, we just need to make the decision that we're changing. And once you do that, you're on your way and things will get a whole lot better, a lot faster than you probably think they will. You're uh, Tim, you're muted. Okay. Important point that Charlie's bringing up here is that, um, when I first started doing this and I had my experience, I thought that everybody else was just going to do it at the same full speed that I did. But I was dropped into full immersion at the Institute and I had a radical transformation. Most people have a busy, stressful life. They can barely think about changing anything because they're just wigged out. So what I've realized is that there's two camps of people. There's those people that have, you know, stage four cancer diagnosis, their backs against the wall, the guns to the head. They just had a heart attack. Whew, they, they're still alive. They didn't die. Um, the doctor just, they, they've got some, you know, they just got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, uh, fibromyalgia, some, something big and scary. You have to go on a bunch of drugs or something like that. Major surgery coming up. Those people have the propensity to change and change very rapidly. They do. They can implement things at, at a rapid pace. Some will, some won't still in that camp. The other camp, which is most of us is like me, we're kind of overweight. We, you know, have some skin issues. We got some gut issues. We're not feeling good. Maybe we're on a few medications. Our quality of life is just poor. Okay. We're unhappy with our life. Those folks that are wanting to make a change, but they're not sure what to do. It's baby steps. And what Charlie was talking about that we always talk about is just basic things. Like we know 95% of the people listening to the show are not drinking enough purified restructured water. We know it. And so why don't we add more water into our lifestyle and see it's the lubricant of life. It works on so many levels. It gets the digestive tract moving. It hydrates the cells to take more nutrients in. It helps the cells remove more waste matter. It literally makes you smarter. Like if you don't have enough water in your body, you literally lower your IQ. You get dumber. Like literally, it's the difference between finding your keys or hunting around for your keys for 10, 15 minutes. That's the amount of water you have in your system, right? So basic fundamental principles in nature that people have gotten away from. You mentioned another one, chewing your food until liquefied. It's the first domino in digestion. If you're not doing it, you can get so much more out of your current, whatever you're eating right now, just by chewing your freaking food really good, right? There's so many benefits to that. It lowers depression by secreting up to 500% more serotonin in your body. You guys, you guys know this because I told you because those meridian points get stimulated, but some of these basic things are so profound, but people aren't doing them. They're not doing them. So for that type of a person, 
It's baby steps. We want to give you things that will get you moving, get the movement going in the right direction. As you just start drinking more water and you're going to be, two things are going to happen. Your body's going to respond on a physical level. And number two, your actual chemistry, your physical chemistry, your energetics in your body, the electricity is going to increase. Your vibrational frequency will increase simply because the act of doing something good for yourself. You guys and God is in the details, brother. God is in the details. And you got to do the little things like you're talking about to that make a difference. And they are little things, but little things, everything big was at one time little. So little things lead to big things. So I totally agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to talk a little bit about and just kind of give people that um, or maybe you're new to the, to the channel, um, haven't listened before. Um, this, this message today is definitely about defending public health, right? So how do we do that? Well, number one is we want to bring you guys information, right? We want to give you awareness. Obviously, we talked about the umbilical cord and the chemicals. If you weren't aware of that, go look it up. Don't take my word for it or the guys here. Um, go look it up for yourself. Do your own homework, and you'll find out that really how bad it is. But the cool thing is, is that now that you have that awareness, you can say to yourself, hmm, I wonder how I'll feel once I learn how to get that crap out of me. And then you learn detox techniques. We, sh we teach these things day in and day out to our clients, getting that crap out. And guess what? As soon as people pull that stuff out, their immune system goes up and they start feeling better. They get their energy back for their activities of daily living. It's a newfound energy that they didn't even know they had. They were being, it's literally, imagine yourself walking around with a 50 pound backpack of bricks all the time. On a cellular level, you literally have that chemical burden dragging you down, dragging down your energy. So if we can remove that, wow, you're going to find um, that you're closer to what you should have been in nature, and you're going to have this new wild, I call it a chipmunk energy, right? It's a newfound energy that you had. It was just You had this burden that you couldn't see, and just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. So taking baby steps is important. Learning that we have all these things out there, and yeah, my biggest thing is I don't want people to be, I don't want to sell out of fear. So many people, the news and, 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 and people online are trying to sell stuff by scaring people. We point out some of the realities, but the reality is, is that if you buy into fear, you're actually lowering your immune system. We spoke about that earlier. We cannot live in fear. And the reason why people are fearful is because they just don't know. They're worrying about the future. They're worrying about the future and the future doesn't exist. They're not focusing Anxiety. on right now what's in your control, what you can take action on, right? Um, I, I said this earlier in the introduction, but uh, that I haven't recorded yet, but I will. <laughs> I'm going to say it, is that Hippocrates said, let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food. I want to reiterate this. Most people are fam familiar with that quote. But what he also said was, he who is not his own doctor is a fool. People have to understand that we have to take 100% responsibility for our health, our relationship, our spiritual practice, everything. You want to clean four and a clean bed? Who's going to do it? You. When you take responsibility for yourself, then you, you can't pass the buck off to anybody else. And you get empowered. And you can start making those changes. And my God, when you start doing this and you heal yourself and you start feeling better and you lose the weight and you get your energy back, you get the self-satisfaction of knowing that you did it. Now you're an empowered person. And that's what the so-called establishment doesn't want. They want you to be weak and docile and do what you're told. If you're a strong individual and have a strong constitution and a clear mind, you're going to think independently. 
And that's what we need. We need more of that. And the more we can do that on the micro level, the more the macro level of all of us coming together, we'll raise our entire consciousness and all this stuff will go away and change very quickly because people just won't put up with it. And we'll just move forward into healthier. You know, that, that state, that statement, uh, that quote of he who is not his own doctor is a fool is that couldn't be so it's so on target right now. So on target right now that, you know, the tens of millions of people who are simply and when I started my original podcast with Jeff, Jeffrey Wilson, um, the conspiracy farm, we did our first episode. And I said, what we're doing is we are doing the investigating for you because you're busy with your kids. You know, you get home from work, you, you got to feed them, take them to practice for the sports that they're in, get home. You see a little bit of sound bites, 30 second sound bites of the news. You think that that's the reality of the world. That's the truth put the kids to bed and get up the next day and start all over again. And I was out for a long run the next day. And one of the guys that I was running with said to me, he goes, I listened to your podcast. And he goes, I am the person you talked about. I am that American who does not know what's going on. He goes, so many of the things that you guys talked about, I had no clue. I had zero clue. And we, we, we talked about all the stuff that was coming and everything else. And, you know, that was, what, seven years ago or whatever it was. And uh, that so many people, it's sad. It's, it's tragic to watch so many people completely put all of their trust for their own health and their children's health in what they're seeing on TV. And it's, it's, it's tough to watch. It really is. And I don't watch TV, but when I'm at a restaurant or a sports bar or whatever, getting a, getting a bite to eat or whatever, and you, you see this stuff and you just go, wow, it's, it's real, man. We have outsourced our critical thinking to other people, to institutions, to the media, to celebrity doctors, because thinking is hard and thinking is difficult. And, and I don't know if I'm doing it right. And so you tell me what to think, you know, and that is dangerous because you don't know who you're outsourcing that to. Now, if it's if it's this group here and, and, and you you don't understand health because you're busy, but you know Tim understands his health and you and he seems like a trustworthy guy and he's giving you the right information, that's fine. Connect with him. But 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 the onus is on you to educate yourself, to understand what's going on. The minute you start saying, Well, this is all above my pay grade, I'll just do whatever. Anthony Fauci or whoever or somebody else out there says to do because I'm not a virologist. How would I know this stuff? I'll just listen to them. Okay, I get that line of thinking. I understand that, but be very careful because these people that we outsource our thoughts to, they don't want the same things that we want and they have a much different uh, agenda going on. So we have to be very careful about that. And 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 I think that people need to understand, look, I know it's a, there's a lot of science behind all this and it could be intimidating for some people but you're not going to break anything just jump in there and start reading just start figuring it out start learning about this stuff you have to do it especially if you have kids because you know you can't rely on general mills to to tell you that oh yeah our products are good for you yeah everything's going to be fine you're like it's gmo crops that are going into your cereals ah they're fine you can't do that anymore. The, the, it's, it's now your responsibility 
to educate yourself on this, but don't be well, intimidated if, by it. Don't be, don't be scared. Embrace it. Actually, it's fun. The more you, the more you learn, the more you'll want to learn. The more you know, the more you can pass on to other people around you. And like you said, it's like a chain reaction, but we've got to get on top of this. We cannot allow the big food companies to tell us how to think and what's good or else we're going to wind up with, you know, with Count Chocula for breakfast being recommended by the FDA. And we just can't have that, you know? I think you bring up yeah. a good point, Charlie, about handing over your power. You can't hand over your power. You can have other people guide you. Then you have to take that information in and make a decision. I always tell people, don't take my word for what I say. Go do it. Go get first-person experience and try it out. I even tell our coaching students, people that pay us thousands of dollars to coach them one-on-one. You have to, we are going to give you different things to do. You're going to go implement them and try them out. We're going to see how it works. And if it works for you and it, it, it gives you benefit, you're going to keep that in your lifestyle. But if it doesn't work for you, then we're going to pitch it and we're going to do something else. We're going to do something else. We're going to keep layering and layering and layering and layering and stacking the cards in the deck of health in your favor until your immune system wins, until you can do one thing, and that's to wake up and feel good. That is where we need to get. We have to get to that point. We cannot no longer hand our power over to other people. You have got to get first-person experience. Sam, you were going to say something? I've been, I've been thinking about all these different t-shirt sayings that I want to print up and start selling them because now I started a square account. Thanks to Tim. And, um, but I literally want to sell shirts out of the back of my truck just to have fun with this and be creative because I have a marketing mind as far as I, I guess I have an artistic mind. I'm left eye dominant, which means the right side of my brain is dominant, which makes you so-called artist. But um, the latest shirt that just jumped into my head is buy a war veteran just to make people wonder what the hell is he talking about? Just to get the wheels turning, you know, the hamster wheels turning in the brains and have people go buy a war veteran. What, what bio war were you in? You know, the same one you're in brother. Yeah, no, it's going on right now. <laughs> Yeah, I have the awareness and I have tools to protect myself. Oh, and, and just to give Sam a heads up, I don't I'm not 100 percent sure, but I get invited to go on stage uh, for a open mic comedy deal this Friday um, in downtown Davenport. So I I might give it a shot, bro. I might give it a shot. Do it. Do it. Yeah, do it go Pat. up there, man. Go up there. Yeah, have a good I think time. That's the scariest. That's got to be the scariest. Dude, you've been job punched in the, the face for a living. What? It's not, it's trust me, you've done, <laughs> you've done crazier. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, yeah, fighting in a cage is, is relatively easy. It's, it's not that tough to outsmart somebody else um, or be in better shape than somebody else. You just have to put the work in. But getting heckled. So, what I'm going to say as a pre- prerequisite before I even start, I'm going to get up there and I'm going to say, just so you guys know, if you're thinking of heckling me, there's three people that have trained with me for a decade who are spread out in the crowd. If you heckle me, you're done. Oh, <laughs> I love that. You go, you go, you think people are going to I think people are going to love you, bro. And it's just like be in the moment. And like heckling is very interesting. Don't think, just react. That's all I got to say. And that's, that's our first lesson for today. Don't think when you're on stage, just just react, man. I'm sure they're just it's projecting just like Pat. They're just if they, they do, they're listen, dude. It's gonna be your first day on stage. Guess what? The person heckling you, it's gonna be their first day on talking shit too. So just like 
know that, dude, you you have everything you need to get them. But going back to all this stuff is just like what we're talking about here, okay, is that everybody wants the easy path. You're an adult, okay? It's like, I wish people go, listen, man, enjoy your childhood, man, because there will be a time from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, you're going to have to be working. I'm thinking and all that stuff. Yes, I would love to sit down and watch mind-numbing television, but that there's no glory in that. You know, everything is glory. You know, everything is just like the, you know, on a spiritual level, man. It's about putting off putting off instant gratification and fighting for something. And most people don't want to do that. And that's where they lose the war, man. You know, when you talk about uh giving away your power. It's really about, it's all in the words, dude, paying attention. What are you paying attention to? What are you paying attention? Which you're loose, which is your spiritual energy, man. This is such a spiritual war, man. It's a spiritual war. They're coming for your soul, man. And you, and you, are, are you doing high vibration shit or low vibration shit? The low vibration stuff will pull you down into a place of misery. The high vibration stuff is stuff that will help you ascend to such a high level, man. There's things that I do today that give me the same high I got when I was doing drugs. And one thing is uh, waking up sober, providing for my children is such a rush. I can't express and then on top of that, I do yoga now. Now I, I watch it because the mind's so busy. I can't run to Woo-hoo! the gym as much. I do, I do yoga off of uh, YouTube, man. And I see at first it was incremental uh, uh, gains, but now I'm seeing big gains, man, big gains. And I can tell you, man, I was, I was the least flexible person I knew for the first 48 years of my life. I couldn't barely touch past my ankles, man. Now I can touch the four. Easy peasy. Baby steps. Anything worth it is good. You're going to have to fight for, man. And I'm telling you, when you get these things, it savors. It just, it feels so much better. Everything worth anything is worth fighting for. And you just got to get out of that way. And just, I'm telling you, man, the biggest thing I've learned in my life is discipline. So I did a 48 hour fast right recently. And man, the first dude, that 48 hours, I was just like, I wanted to murder, man. I wanted to go on a Michael Douglas falling down rage, man. But man, when I got to that 48 hours and I ate that steak, that was the best steak I've ever ate in my life. And I could just look at myself in the mirror and go, man, I actually did it. I went 48 hours without eating man and guess what i was asked a couple days later to do another one and i did it i mean like and it got easier and easier and easier it's like pat has a black belt right what does that mean dude that guy had the discipline to go through it the the training the pain the suffering and everything on that man it's just like and when he got that black belt it was all worth it because he had achieved his goals man everything is about setting goals so every morning, man, I sit down and I write nine things because I do three, six, nine. Okay. I write everything I'm thankful, nine things I'm thankful for. Then I write nine goals. Then I write three intermediate goals. And then I write 27 goals that I am 
I want to achieve in my life. And I visualize them. I manifest these things. And I do this every morning, man. And dude, when I start rearranging how I, when I start to rearrange how I see the world, I live in the, in the, in the glory of God. And I, I start to, I start to vibrate at a higher level. Okay. Why am I writing my goals, man? And I say this all the time in sobriety, man. You don't just get in your car and drive. You never do that. You have a goal you want to do in your life, whether it was a year of sobriety or you want to lose weight, write down your goals because it gives you a focus. It gives you something to work on, discipline. And this can be applied to food and health, man. Write down. One of my goals is to lose 30 pounds. To get down to Charlie's weight, I'd have to cut off a leg, but I want to get as close as I can. Okay. When I hear that my friend is down to 150 pounds, like that gives me such a fucking motivation to do it as well. So like, these are things we got to do and it it's work, but it's not work. Once you start getting your stride going and things start coming man to you, I'm telling you it's, I've never felt better in my life. Do I have moments of like, what would be seem as depression? Yes, man. This is the, this is the realm we live in. You know what I do now in my life, man, when something happens in my life, I don't think about it happening to me. I think about it happening for me, for me. So I'm going to learn a lesson in this thing. And this lesson will be a lesson that I will learn that will apply to something bigger that is coming, dude. And I just live in that glory, dude. And I connect with God and I, I have, I, I practice goals and I fucking work discipline. Excuse my language, Tim. I know this is a cleaner podcast, but sorry, the, I just the do dog, that. The dog dude. in the background is censoring you. Super cool. Okay. So, you know, that's where we are, dude. And I just, uh, if you practice these little things, I pro- everything Tim's telling you, Pat, Charlie are saying right now, your life can be 180 from today, a year from now. Sam, what was it about a year and a half ago? Well, shit, it was like 2020. It's been, it's been almost two years now that we met, right? We met. And um, yep, yep, Pat yep, introduced right us. Thick- yeah, Pat introduced us because you had just had your two twins. And I can't remember specifically, but you said that, you know, you spent your whole life eating like a college student and you were about 40 some pounds overweight or something. You thought, yeah, I got, I, got, kids? Okay. I got the 220 for six footer. Yeah. So you, 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 you were honest. You're like, Hey, I, I, I've got kids now. I want to step it up. So that became your motivation. Right. And, um, you've done very well. So how, how would you say we're, when, when we first talked to where you're at right now, how much, what's changed in your life? Sobriety, really big, uh, spirituality, really big. And again, discipline It's just like, the focus of doing it and working through it, even when it gets tough. You know, I say life is life is like a, a you know, a flight on a plane. There's there's gonna be turbulence, but 99%, 99.9% of the time, it's gonna land. You just gotta fly through it, you know, and that's kind of what I do. And you help me with water, you help me understand eating. I I I I dude, I take your supplements all the time. I really do, man. I love it. This is my favorite one right here. I love Alpha Energy. I love it. I would say this on a million podcasts. This isn't some weird kind of info commercial thing. I mean this 100%. I love Alpha Energy and I take it every day. It gives me a nice rush and I love it. Yeah, that, that, that did. You, I don't know if I told you that, but that 
was technology that was developed by, it was an herbal uh, formula technology developed by the Russians to win gold medals in the 60s. Go look up who won the most gold medals in the 60s. You'll find out who it was. I'll give you a tip. It was Sam Tripoli's winning gold medals now. Yeah, it actually, it's good. It was, it was a funny story. We were going to, we had two, it had the same formula, but it was in two bottles. It was called, it used to be called Alpha Dude and Alpha Chick, but I didn't have enough money to launch Alpha Chick. So I just had Alpha Dude. And then, and then girls were taking it and saying, oh, they're, it was helping them with their workouts and libido and all this stuff too. So we just changed it to Alpha Energy. So we're, we're a small uh, family owned company over here, just doing the best we can. <laughs> so that's, that's the story behind it. But yeah, we've had a lot of people, especially, um, uh, the reason I brought that product out was because I got pissed off about, I had all these guys, friends of mine, their forties and fifties that were going down and spending $300 to go to these doctors, get their hormone or their testosterone checked out, finding out they had super low testosterone and then, and then injecting themselves with testosterone. And I said, look, you can't, I know you feel amazing, but you can't keep doing this. This is like putting your arm in a sling. Eventually your arm's going to fall off from not using it. It's going to atrophy. You are atrophying your body's natural ability to produce testosterone. You need to do something to stimulate its own production. And then they were like, well, what? So Dr. Treadway, long story, that's where that, that, that came out. Cause I, I got upset about that because so many people are doing that. I, I had like literally like dude, half a dozen friends that were getting testosterone injections. And I've had quite a few uh, bodybuilders that were on it and we've helped get them off because that formula will actually help to increase your own body's natural precursors to make your own testosterone. It's about a six to eight month ramp up period. So did you notice that, that over about six months to a year that it got better and better from taking yes, it? Yes, I do. I'm telling you, Matt, I love it, dude. I, I love your products. You know, you're a friend of mine. You've always been very kind to me. And uh, so it's like, I have zero problems. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. There's some times that we have, um, you know, some extra spots on reads on Tim Fall Hat. I, I throw Tim a, a free read all the time because uh, I like his product. So, you know, I have no problems with endorsing it, you know, and, and make, you know, Tim's done a lot for me, uh, you know, personally, you know, he sent me a lot of stuff that's really helped me. So I have no problems with like throwing him a, a you know, a nice read on my show to uh, help hopefully people find his product. So yeah, man, for sure, dude, you've done a lot for me. I really do appreciate it. Well, I just really appreciate that you've um, taken your health into your own hands and you've, you've changed yourself and you've improved yourself and you've become a, a better father and a better, a better human being, which is really cool. It's really 100%, cool. dude. I am a completely different human totally being different. than I was two years ago. And I love that guy. I miss that guy. That guy was uh, going through a lot, but I'm very happy not to be that guy anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I was really cool to see that you came out with a spiritual podcast too. So that was really cool. That was actually my path. I, you know, growing up, I don't know what it was like for you guys, but it was like my mom and dad, I'm like, what are we? And they're like, well, we're Christian. I'm like, oh, okay. And, but we, we never went to church because we were always working or fishing or doing something or hunting. And, um, and then my senior in high school, I thought I'm going to go check all this church stuff. So I went to the temple, the Mormon temple, you know, Christian, Catholic, da, da, da. I, I went to all of them, you know, cause I had different friends that were all in different and different churches. And it was almost like they were trying to like grab me and pull me in. It was like, it was like cultish. And I was like, that kind of turned me off later on. I went to a, a church because this pastor was a really good speaker. He was a retired, uh, like a sergeant in the army. And he didn't, he wasn't like super, he would relate stuff to the Bible, but he told stories and it was very profound stuff. So I went to him for a couple of years. And then I got out of that. 
Um, but other than that, like I have no spiritual practice, no awareness, nothing clueless. It was when I changed my lifestyle and I cleaned up my diet, literally at the Hippocrates Health Institute when I was first there that first week or so, I realized that there was something more. I could feel it, but I didn't know exactly what it is. That was in 2011. It wasn't until 2018 that it started clicking for me seven years later. But that was my pathway through spirituality, and I'm actually um, very happy with it. It, it that, that spiritual path and that connection to God, he, she, it, the vortex, the higher mind, whatever you want to call it, whatever your beliefs are, um, I feel completely connected to that now, and I'm working more and more on that. And I realized that that had helped transform how I feel and my stress because of my little brother's death. Um, I couldn't, pro with the old Tim, couldn't process that with my old uh, skill sets and my belief in spiritual stuff. And, um, you know, my grandfather's death, there's just, there were some certain things that were really tough on me. And now with my spiritual practice, the way it is, I look at that totally differently. Like you said, Sam, it's not the world's happening to me. It's happening for me. The, these so-called bad things are just contrast. Nothing is neither good or bad. Everything in life is meaningless. I've learned that. It's just the meaning that we choose to give it. So when you want your reality to change, you simply change the meaning that you give whatever's going on in your life. If somebody's doing something towards you, no matter what their intent is, you respond differently to it. And that's when you know your reality has changed. It's just that simple. And that's been I huge. I agree, ma'am. I agree, dude. How you see the world determines your reality, man. And uh, if you live in a woe is me situation, it's very easy to get lost in that. And you know, again, man, spirituality. So, you know, I mean, I know this isn't a conspiracy podcast, but I believe there's just like the food and health industry, there's been a long con to hide the truth from us. And that's history. History has done that. What is history? I don't know what his, what is religion? I don't know. What's spirituality? I don't know. But when I practice certain principles in my life, my life tends to vibrate, vibrate higher. And for me, man, you know, things like, a big thing I learned was, you know, law of attraction, which is, you know, positive thinking, you know, the word I am, anything that files follows I am is basically putting a order into the universe. So I'm very conscious of what I say after the words I am. And then practicing abundance, the model of abundance, which really just changed my life. And that is, you know, helping others, giving it away, just giving it away, dude just giving it away, you know, make a dollar, give away 50 cents. That's, that's kind of how I live my life. And the next one is love thy neighbor, which is very important to me where I, I try to find the, the similarities, not the differences to the best of my ability, uh, loving people, even if they're different than me. And the final thing is discipline. Uh, and I say it all the time. I've been saying it the whole time through this podcast is discipline. And when I practice those things, all I know is my life gets better. I don't know what that means, but I know my life gets better. So these are the things I work on in my life to help me be a better person and vibrate on a higher level. Good stuff. So Charlie, um, just to give the listeners like your take on it, we have, you know, even before COVID, we have a national health crisis. I mean, you know, half of us are dying of cancer. The other half are dying of heart disease, COPD, all these things happening. What are some things, um, you know, because this whole thing is it's a 24-7 fear-mongering campaign, right? And then shoving you into one-size-fits-all medicine when everybody is completely different. And 
And, you know, one thing that really pisses me off is that vitamin D, just an example, vitamin D3, 100,000 studies done on it. It's been used for, I mean, sunshine, right? People know this. If you're listening today, I keep bringing this up so many times. If, you're, if your skin is dark, you need 15 times more vitamin D than somebody that has light-colored skin. So if your ancestry was from Africa or somewhere where it was hot forever and you developed darker skin because of this too, lots of sunshine in that area and you moved up to Chicago and you are told to quarantine and not go outside and not look at the sun, they are giving you a death sentence, a total death sentence. You have got to get a lot. I might only need 15, 20 minutes of sun. You might need four or five hours. You have to supplement. Over 70% of Americans are not getting enough vitamin D. And vitamin D is like a, it's like a military sharpshooter shooting holes in viruses. We have to do this. We have to get outside in the sun. We have to wear natural fiber clothing, not synthetics, because synthetics will block those, the light's UV rays. We need natural fiber to go through. We need to get out, and we need to supplement today, especially if you have um, darker colored skin. It's just a, a no-brainer. These are just some basic things. Where's the talk about this from the top down? Where's the talk about losing a few pounds? Where's the talk about boosting your immune system that we know is um, – uh, it's it's keeping us alive, right? Go ahead, Sam. Oh, the whole Sam's tipping over. Re reaction to coronavirus was only wrong if you think that their desire is to keep us healthy. It totally makes sense if you believe that their desire is to keep us unhealthy. Isolating, staying home, not connecting with others, not going out, not getting sun, you know, keep you know, keeping gyms closed, keeping liquor stores and weed stores open. I mean, come on, man. It totally makes sense if you look at it from the point that they've been wanting to keep us sick the whole time. I mean, if you think they're trying to do it, if you you only are shocked if you think they're trying to keep us healthy. And that's my personal opinion. We talked about it before. You guys remember Pat and Charlie too. It's like yeah. in March of 2020, the predictions were even from the UN that over the 20 to 30 more million people were going to die of starvation from COVID supply chain delays over 800,000 people in the United States alone. were going to die of uh, higher levels of suicide. That's those things have occurred. Those things have occurred. And yet well, it's, not, it's on the TV. It, it, yeah, I, we, we have to understand that first off humans are the most easily trained animal on the planet. They literally are. I mean, we, we've set, we've sat back and we've watched it. We've watched the division happen years ago. Uh, it's been going on for years and ramped up, you know, between, sorry, the, I'm by the train tracks down here by the river. Uh, Are you division on religion, division on the level of melanin, uh, melanin in your skin, um, your gender, you know, whatever it is, they want division. And it's so obvious to see. And what I tell people is, you know, and I'll get to the health thing here in a second, but psychologically, you know, I was having a, a talk with a guy today, um, a black American who's a great guy, but he believes that one person is going to save the nation. And that person has a spray tan and is no longer in office. And I said, bro, you're a God fearing human being, but you're putting all of your, all of your eggs in one basket on a guy that <laughs> didn't do didn't do great things for us. I'm telling you right now, we cannot put our trust in fellow man. We have got to come together as citizens. 
And as far as explaining, you know, chemical warfare, biological warfare, things like that. Um, look, the food that people are eating is lowering testosterone, raising estrogen, destroying the, you know, the thyroid gland. Um, it's been going on for a long time. The shampoos you put on your skin, the deodorants that have uh, parabens and aluminum, quit using those. I use all natural goat milk soap. Um, I use all natural um, deodorants now. I make sure that I'm not ingesting stuff that's going to lower my testosterone. I'm lifting heavy weights. I'm deadlifting. I'm doing things that, you know, as a 50 something year old guy, certainly most are not doing the things I'm doing. And I, I'm urging people, I'm pleading with people to change what you're putting on your body and in your body, educate yourselves, you know, reach out to chemical free body, understand how, how powerful those organic products are and do research on other organic products because for thousands of years, they knew how to heal us. And in the last century, modern medicine has made mankind sicker than yep. it's ever been. And that's, that's all I can say because it's a fact because 70% of adults in America are on at least one product from those huge corporations that turns you into a pill popper and uh, you don't need it. You, you do not need it. There are ways to solve your health issues without I it. just want to say real quick to, to kind of tag on to what Pat's saying is like, you know, I, I, what I believe in spirituality and what pop culture is pushing couldn't be more opposite. So many people are just living in the past, whether it's their own personal trauma or the trauma of their people and their ancestors which I completely understand and trauma can be passed through generations. Okay. But the truth of the matter is man, that if you expect a system that is broken to come save you, you're never going to get change your life. If you want change in your life, you have to make changes in your life and nobody is coming to save you. You have to save yourself. Anything that you want different in life is in you and you can change it. You just have to put in the work. And a lot of people don't want to do it because so many people don't really even want to change their life. They just enjoy living in this, you know, so much of what is going on with the coronavirus. And I'm going to be honest with you, political correctness is that it's just, it's just tapping into people's fight and flight. Okay. They just like, oh, they just got to fight against the system. They just got to save themselves from Corona. And they don't actually want to do anything that helps them change their life. They just want to live in this flight or flight kind of like a adrenaline rush. And it's real easy to get lost in that. You have to start taking actions that will change your life. Go ahead, Charlie. I started to ask you a question earlier and I... I think I was just asking you about like, what do you see? Um, like, what would your recommendations be for people that um, to take responsibility for themselves and, and defend themselves and protect themselves and, and, and be a, a, an independent thinking person and have a good, strong constitution and a strong body? Well, much like we talk about the importance of eating the right sorts of foods for your, for your body. You also have to be careful of the right sort of information that you're 
taking in for your mind as well, which is, of course, connected to your body. So we have to be very careful. It's easy to get it's easy to get uh, lulled into like the fear porn out there. Oh, my God, what's coming next? What's going that stuff is bad for you. The the constant um, antagonization by the corporate mainstream media trying to tell you that you're not worthy or that you or that there's a new invisible enemy coming to get you. It's either terrorism or it's a virus. This are just around the corner. You're definitely going to die unless you tune in tonight. You know to Anderson Cooper, who's going to tell you even more about this. And you have to you have to uh, you got to get away. You, you know, you got to step away from that because, um, you know, it's very important. What you're putting into your brain is as important as what you're putting into your body and it matters. And so if you can clean that up, then, then, then you're, you're going to be in the right frame to deal with all this stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. There's just, and I know Sam, you want to say something. Yeah, go ahead, Sam. I know you got to, no, I just want to say, man, thank you so much for having me on. Jay, uh, Tim, you're a wonderful person and I appreciate everything you do for everybody around you and not just like in on a one-on-one, but the community of people trying to get out the truth to everybody. You're a big part of it and, uh, you're loved and congratulations on a hundred episodes. Most podcasts can't even make it past five to get to a hundred is such a true blessing. And, you know, Everybody on here, I've loved so much, you know, Pat and Charlie, I think so much of you and I love everything you're doing and I love watching you guys grow and I'm rooting for you guys and, and uh, I'm here for you if you need anything and uh, just thanks for having me on. Thanks, Tim, for letting me be a part of this really great show and uh, we'll do it again soon, brother. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Sam, and uh, enjoy your business meeting. I hope it's, uh, uh, it raises your vibrational frequency. Let's hope and pray, brother. I love you guys. Take care, everybody. See you, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Bye, guys. All right, cool. So that was Sam Tripoli. You guys can find him at samtripoli.com. I'll put him down in the show notes. And I'll put the rest of you guys down, too, like uh, Pat Militich, selfdefensewarrior.com. Pat's new website. Um, it's all about protecting yourself, um, not just physically with you know, karate moves and jujitsu and stuff, but also protecting your health and a lot of other stuff. And then macroaggressions. Um, podcast charlie robinson um he's at the octopus of global control.com the octopus of global control.com so we'll put those things in the show notes down below but um just before we wrap up um i just wanted to give you guys a chance to chime in and stuff so we this whole thing about def defending public health people have to realize and i'm just gonna this again is part of the stuff what i i'm gonna read in the beginning of this thing that i already read i guess if you're listening to this but it's like we have already been here before. Okay, we've already done this. This isn't like new. This has been going on the whole history of the human race. It's been the oppressors and the oppressed, the, the haves and the have-nots, the elites and the slaves. It's, it's basically been slavery. The first time in history was when uh, the 13 colonies, working-class people said no, and they united together and they fought and bled, and they got independence. They got the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Never in any time in history, in our human history, has that happened or that occurred, where we had the freedom of speech, and we had the right to bear arms, and we could think for ourselves and raise our kids and live where we want and do what we want. And back then, not pay taxes, which is another form of slavery, which has creeped back up on us again. So, um, And then 
what happened was is those blue bloods and, and British they the elites they never they didn't a lot of them didn't leave and for decades they've been plotting and planning and by the late 1800s we had urine and feces in the streets we had dead horses and cows in the water supply and we had child labor long hours slave labor slave wages dangerous working conditions and once again the working class people united started by women bunch of pissed off ladies and they built a movement of people and they said no once again and they got the urine and the feces out of the streets the dead horses and the cows out of the water they got infrastructure built plumbers and and um and sanitation workers cleaned all that stuff up and clean water and guess what S slave wages they got their wages they, they started making more money and that movement boomed and made america what it's great you know trump's slogan was make america great again well what made it great the first time was the 13 colonies breaking free and then the women's labor move in the late 1800s where are we at today guys once again, here we are, urine and feces in the streets. If it's up to be, it's up to me. The motto is, is that we have to put our health first. And here at Chemical Free Body and for Pat and Charlie and, and Sam, we are all trying to get the information out so that you guys can have a new awareness. And here as well, we want to give you at our company the tools, not just the products, the detox and nutrition products and the saunas and the air purifiers and that kind of stuff to have a chemical for life, but tactics and strategies and different ways of looking at things um, so that you can implement these into your life into your health to boost your immunity so that you can be a strong person because you cannot fight for freedom if you're weak physically it's a lot harder to do you know we have a lot of people i don't know about you guys but i run into people all the time that tell me like i'm i come home from work and i, I don't even have enough energy to play with my children like literally, this is a massive problem. People are wake up in the morning, stimulate with coffee, stimulate you know, five hour energy drinks and Red Bulls and this stuff. And they get home and their adrenal glands are blown out. They're exhausted. And then they don't even have energy to play with their kids. Right. And to see those people, those men and women turn their life around and then send us stories about like how they're playing catch with their son. Dude, like that stuff, like I literally I, I cry every week. I cry every week with joy and excitement when I hear these stories from people, just knowing that the information that was passed on to me that changed my life, I'm ripple affecting that out. Kind of like Ricky Brandis's podcast, the ripple effect, give him a shout out. It's the ripple effect. You literally, what Sam said earlier, raise your change, your vibrational frequency, the world around you changes. That's why our motto over here is change yourself, change your world. Cause literally when you change the world around you will change very rapidly. It really does. And if, if it doesn't change or if somebody doesn't change, then you get it to respond. It reminds, yeah, go ahead, Charlie. Charlie. Well, it reminds me of that uh, get on the airplane and they have the safety card. It says put your, you know, the event of uh, oxygen decompression and the bags fall down out of the top. Put your mask on first before you help your family with it, right? So, so. It's not to be selfish. It's just that you're not going to be of any use to anybody if you're not around. So you got to put your mask on first. You got to take the first steps here. You want to, you, if you're coming home and you have a lack of energy and you can't play with your kids, it's not your kid's fault. It's your fault. Take care of yourself yeah. first. Good news is totally fixable. You're not totally fixable. You didn't totally come fixable. down. You didn't get struck by lightning. You didn't come down with some rare incurable disease. You have brought this on yourself. And now it's your turn to fix it yourself. And guess what? You're going to feel really good when you fix yourself. Then guess who you're going to fix next? Your family. You know, so you owe it to yourself first. And then you start to go to work and improve the lives of your family. And that's how it spreads.
Yeah. And as a parent, you know, I, I think it's really important to be selfish because the reality is, is if you're not selfish and you put yourself last, put everybody else first, eventually a wheel falls off and you end up on a bunch of drugs or in the hospital and surgery, or you're going to die or what are all this crappy stuff that happens to us nowadays? How are you going to take care of anybody at that point? You can't, you're in a hospital, you're in a bed, you're, you're incapacitated. You can't do nothing. So you're also setting an example for our children. Our children are monkey see monkey do, you know, it like when you say a cuss word and then they repeat it perfectly with your enunciation, right? They're watching every single thing you do, like a little four or five-year-old, they speak pure truth. They're the first seven years. They are just taking everything in. And if they see dad and mom putting themselves first and exercising and drinking clear water, it's like, no, we don't eat that because that's that training them like mama bear teaches baby bear. They have a, the best chance to do that moving forward because that example is there for them so they can mimic that. And you do the same thing for your friends too. It's a gift. Give the gift to yourself. And by giving that gift to yourself of health and vitality, then all other boats uh, are going to rise. Because when you raise that, when you raise that water up, which is the health, your relationships get better. The relationship with yourself gets better. Your spiritual path opens up. Your financial abundance starts coming. Um, all these things, your career choices, everything starts getting better when you have better health. But you have to lead by example. And you should be selfish because you want your children to be selfish. Do you want your children to be where you're at right now? If you're, not, if you're one of those people that's not feeling good on a bunch of medications, change it. Change it right now. Say, that's it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm a smart person. I'll figure it out. Other people have done it. I just need to get the right information. I get to get plugged into the right people. And I have to have first-person experience and start moving my life forward in the right direction and getting that momentum. Again, taking baby steps like um, everybody here has been talking about. So. You know, what you're saying, Tim, is, is very powerful because something that I've recognized, especially with my, my kids and what I do with my eight-year-old now, my eight-year-old daughter's out for wrestling and she is ferociously independent, um, amazingly intelligent. Her big sisters um, are amazing in their own right. I've been very blessed to have kids that are far better than I ever have been. But my eight-year-old, what I practice with her is I say to her, repeat after me, I am strong. And she repeats, I am intelligent. I am beautiful. I'm a hard worker. I am invincible. I can conquer and, and do anything I want. You know, that's the sort of stuff, the programming I want in my daughter's subconscious to make her so mentally and spiritually strong that she can convince herself to do anything. And the only reason, frankly, that any of us have ever accomplished anything, um, you know, I had to do self-hypnosis self on myself and tell myself every day through all the injuries and all the misery and all the tough times that I was going to be a world champion. And I just kept saying it every single day until I did it. And that's what people need to do today. People need to do that with themselves. They need to do that and cut out all the negative talk from other people. If people are negative around you, you got to cut ties, man. You got to cut ties or you got to tell them, listen, either be positive with me or be negative without me around. And that's just the way you've got to protect yourself right now and don't accept it. Um, draw a line. And that's something that I've, I've done um, for myself that it's just, now, when I hear it, because I haven't been absorbed in it, um, I, I made that decision to not be absorbed in it. 
that when I hear negativity, I, I'm now I'm tuning it out. I'm moving away from it. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, so I want to be around people like you guys. I, that's, that's the people I want to be around people who are positive people who are uh, spiritual people who are aware of, of what they need to do physically. And uh, that's, that's the direction I'm going. And that's the direction that everybody needs to go right now. Well, the cool thing is, is that creation um, literally gives us life with no conditions. We, we get unconditional love, unconditional. Think about that. Your, your, our creator gave us unconditional love. Again, it means no conditions. And here's to prove that I, this is a really cool concept. You are so unconditionally loved that you are allowed to believe that you're not loved. Think about that. Because if you were not allowed to think that you weren't loved, that would be a condition to allow you to not do it. You are so loved that your creator allows you to even believe that you're not loved. That's how unconditional it is because you are free to choose completely in every aspect of your life. So if you think about that logically, that your creator loves you unconditionally and you think about it like you can choose to not believe that, it proves the point that you are loved. And there are no mistakes. Creation doesn't make mistakes. I'm just saying that too because there's been so many people that I've talked to. I talked to about two, three suicide folks a month. Just They call in, they email in, and I just I hop on and get on the phone with them immediately. You know, and they just heard a podcast or something resonated with them or whatever. Somebody referred them for whatever reason. And, you know, the first thing is just value and self-worth, you know, and having them reframe and understand that all that negative so-called stuff was just a bunch of awesome contrast to launch them to the highest highs and to, to reframe that stuff, to use that as the fuel to empower them. And that creation doesn't make mistakes. If they weren't here, if they were, if they're here, then they're here for a freaking reason. You're going to doubt creation, like creation. Oh, no, creation just goofed up and, and made Charlie over there. <laughs> it's just like this, or Tim was an accident. No, there are no accidents. Anybody listening today that is thinking that you don't have self-worth or self-value, that is not the case. I'm here to tell you emphatically, I've been down this road many times with myself and other people. You are here for a reason. And there is a, there's something special about you that nobody else can do. And whatever that is that gives you the most joy and excitement and passion, that's what you need to be going doing. And the more we do that, the more we're going to raise everybody's consciousness. We're going to raise that vibrational frequency, and that's how we're going to create change. That's how it's going to happen. So I just really wanted to thank you guys uh, for coming on today, Charlie, Pat, and Sam. Um, Did you guys, uh, Charlie, did you want to say anything else before we wrap up? No, thanks for... Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being a sponsor of Macroaggressions. I take my green 85 every morning. I also send it to my mom. My mom is taking it. So I am doing my part. I talk about it, talk about the importance of it. Not going to be able to reach everybody, but for those, you know, we all come to this realization at different times. So if this is your time to realize, hey, this is within my control, I can fix this, then embrace it. Go for it start the journey, document it, keep track of everything. You'll be blown away with how far you go with this um, health journey. It's your, it's your duty and obligation to yourself, to your family, to, uh, to everybody. You, it's completely controllable. It's just up to you whether or not you're going to decide to do it or not. So I've been, 
I've been grateful that, that you've given me a product that I can introduce my audience to, that I, I feel comfortable sending them to you, to your company, and you personally. And um, it's, it's been a great fit. So thanks for having me on, Tim. I appreciate it. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you so much, brother. If you need to bounce, feel free. Uh, if you want to stay around, that's cool. Pat, any last words? You know, thank yeah, thank you, Tim, for all your knowledge and everything you've you've done. And I know that you're passionate about helping veterans. And I've been uh, doing my best to raise money for veterans groups and and uh, downrange excursions is one that I'm working with. And um, I'm giving a speech on Thursday night actually to veteran-owned business uh, the owners uh, who are veterans who are business owners, talking to them about their health, talking to them about um, you know, organic solutions to their health. And I am trying to rescue. And one thing that the veterans that I'm around uh, and have been around for years and the military folks that I've been around for years are, have always been inspiring to me. And I, as a, just a, you know, Joe Schmo civilian feel like the part that I can contribute to them is, is that they've got to be rescued from this system the system that keeps them sick, the system that, that, you know, tells them that they have a condition, that they have a label. Um, man, these, these people need our help. And, you know, for any veterans that hear this, you know, go to chemicalfreebody.com and order up his detox, clean your body out. If you can do it, if you can do it, wean yourself off of whatever it is they've got you on and get that stuff out of your system and figure it out, man, figure it out and reach out to Tim and reach out to other people that understand organic substances. Um, not, you know, the, the chains of, uh, supplement stores and all this other stuff, go to the specialists, go to the experts, go to homeopathic doctors, people like that, that understand how to, how to correct what's going on with you. And that's, that's all I can say. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do, uh, to rescue those people um, from, from the system, man, from the system. Yeah. Well, we definitely have, we have everybody's backs, you know, it was a long time ago. I was like, yeah. you know, we're for the military and veterans and stuff like that. And it's like, well, you know, police and, and firefighters and, and, you know, I give special discounts on our coaching for them, like half off just for anybody who was in the military on, on our private VIP coaching. And then I also added in hospice workers, you know, cause we deal with so many, like, I've coached over 600 people privately in my coaching and over 300 of them were cancer patients. So got a lot of experience in that. And those hospice workers are unbelievable people, what they do and taking care of people in those last, uh, last few weeks or months of their life and, you know, picking them up and caring for them and wiping their butt and cleaning up and just, you know, giving the medicine and stuff. There's just a lot. And, and then there's teachers out there and it's like, uh, and the more I think about it, it's like, it's all, everybody, we're all, we're all very important people. We all are not a mistake. Um, so we want to support. I, I just, we're, we're switching the whole thing. You guys are going to see stuff on the website. It's we are defenders of public health. We are for the working class, the people that have been neglected, abused, misused, um, shoved off to the side. Um, if you've been dealing with, you know, your business has been crippled because of what's going on with the mandates and the lockdowns, we're here to support you. You know, there's a parallel economy that's starting to rise up. Um, most of you guys know that I'm a, um, one of the leaders in the Truth, Freedom, and Health Movement with Dr. Shiva Ayadure. was hoping he was going to make it today, um, but his schedule is so busy and so packed. We'll have him on again. He was on my show a while back, 
we'll get him on again and give an update. We got some amazing things happening. Um, actually, right now, we just finally got the ingredients to one of the vaccines and the concentrations. So he's going to be running that through Cytosolve, um, which is a technology that he developed to eliminate animal testing because he thought it was cruel. It's like, we can, if we can mathematically compute all this stuff on a computer, we won't have to kill all these animals. And he's proved it, published research articles and all this stuff, and, and actually using pharmaceutical drugs where he took all the pharmaceutical drugs, ran them through Cytosolve for pancreatic cancer, and found that two drugs that they had developed for completely other things when put together were more efficacious than, than the actual um, uh, pancreatic cancer drugs that they had. Smoked them. And they did this with no animal testing. Not one bunny, mouse, rat, monkey got hurt. Not one. So that is running through that system right now. So we're going to find out pretty soon what actually happens in the human body with all these molecular pathways when somebody gets vaccinated very soon. So that's pretty big news coming up. Um, so I always encourage people to join, go to truthfreedomhealth.com. So there's two things here. The two big takeaways are number one, if you want to defend your health and the health of yourself and your family and be part of this public and this movement, we got your back at chemicalfreebody.com. We have tools and resources. We actually have a group coaching community that I'd like to invite all of you to join um, where we meet every week and we answer your questions live. Um, in a group format, you get to meet other people and connect with other like minds. It's a wonderful community. We give everything to our community, our private members. That's something that's cool. And we have the products that you guys talked about earlier. That's why we went commercial free this for this episode for 100th episode um, at chemicalfreebody.com to help you detox and boost your immune system with 100% nature. And the second part is if you are feeling like you want to make change, but you don't know what to do, then plug into Truth, Freedom, and Health. Get educated. That education is priceless. And then with that education, you can then articulate and understand what's really going on. And we can get off of fake problems and fake solutions and get to the real problems and real solutions. And when you learn what the real solutions are, you're going to understand that underneath every real solution that's out there, it's a working class movement. It's working class people coming together and saying, no, we are not going to do that. We believe in nature. We believe in our immune system. We believe in fair practices. We believe in, you know, um, good things and safe streets and we and and things that are just com good things for common decent people. We believe that we should all be prospering and raising our vibrational frequency and working and doing what we love. And we know that seventy percent or seventy four percent of people are going to jobs that they don't like just for a paycheck. That's got to change, but it's only going to change when we start changing ourselves on that micro level, like everybody here's talked about. So again, thank you everybody, our listeners around the world, um, for listening to this episode. If you liked it, please sh like share and subscribe. And, um, the listeners, man, you guys have made it here with me to a hundred episodes. This is so freaking cool. Um, my podcast producer just said again, that, um, we are up in the ranks. We're some, one of the top alternative health podcasts in the world. I am humbled. I am so grateful that people are listening to this and sharing it. Um, I just had a, a CPA up in New York that told me he's been listening to the show sent me this big long email for almost two years and that the products have transformed his health and his dad's health and the message has gotten him to to he left his job as a cpa and now he's studying to become a meditation and breathwork master pretty cool and he flew to a meditation and breathwork summit in california and he met nine other people and in that conversation they were talking about the health hero show which was really cool and I just didn't realize how big of an impact that we're having out there. So, and all that is because you guys are sharing it because I don't know how to do marketing. 
all I know how to do is geek out on health and be super healthy and try to help other people do the same thing. So I'm kind of counting on everybody else to take it. And uh, I never, you know, and share it with other folks. So if you feel like you want to do that, that's really cool. We appreciate it. Let's get the message out. And we got your back over here at chemical free body. I got your back. Charlie's got your back. Pat's got your back. I know Sam's got your back. So again, until next time, change yourself, change your world. And thank you everybody for 100 episodes strong. And we're going to launch into another hundred episodes. Um, as Jeffrey Wilson says, there will be more. Thanks for listening again to the Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to the Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs>